0: Survivor? Look, bro, are you listening to Survivor? Yeah. Guys, I think this is Survivor. <laughs> Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello, everybody! Welcome to the Survivor Buffs, Line Science, and Banter Podcast. This is the podcast made by super fans, with superfans, for super fans. I'm your host, Buckles with Bill. Go, Mac. Mac, how are you doing?
1: Buckles, my little sushi boy, my man. How are you going? Um, I, I'm
0: great, man. I'm great.
1: <laughs> I'm going well. I'm going well. A um, little bit nasally, so my voice sounds a little bit different. I'm a little bit sick, but
0: otherwise going well. Um, I think you're a little bit better than last week. That that first like ten <laughs> minutes of last week's pod was just, oh yeah, guys, it's a bit early. <laughs> Well, to be fair, it was very early. It was, before, you know, it was five o'clock in the morning.
1: The sun was still down. Uh, it was it was not the right time to do a podcast. Uh, but this is what uh, we do for Joseph Bates. We love Joseph Bates. Who lives? Yeah, you know, Joseph Bates was awesome in the um, the tropical uh, Cayman Islands. It was a public holiday. One o'clock in the afternoon. Perfect time for him, but not so much for us. But uh, this is the life of a podcaster, mate. You just got a it- bit of give and take.
0: We invite these people on, and we have to fit into their schedule, and it just is what it is, mate. Like, it's just do what you got to do. <laughs> well,
1: the thing is, it's our podcast, so it's like if you want to come <laughs> onto our podcast, fit into our <laughs> our um our schedule. But no, Joseph, we love you. I'm sorry sure to
0: it's all good. Everyone's just playing that little violin just for you. Please just do, because like, I
1: need it. I need it. It's been a tough week.
0: Yeah,
1: a it's been uh, a- we had a great week of Survivor this week. Um, I call it a bit of a, a shit sandwich week, and uh, the thing is, it's sort of two, and, uh, two good episodes with one shit episode right in the middle of it. the The, uh, the Monday night episode, literally nothing happens, and uh, but we had we had two either side, so you know, compliment sandwich, shit sandwich, whatever you want to call it. Another good week of Survivor, all
0: up. Yeah, look, look, even that episode wasn't completely horrible. There was a little bit of. Um, strategy involved, so that we'll would definitely get into. I, I liked, I look, there, there was, there was. Like, <laughs> do they keep Mark? Do they not keep Mark? Is it smart to keep Mark? That's some cool shit. Like, Mark's like the biggest character sort of on that tribe. So, I really enjoyed that. But at the same time, you're right. At the end of the day, nothing happened. They lost Alex to the other tribe, so he's still in, and there's not really a, like I don't I don't see us talking about that episode in too much depth. Well,
1: I think uh, that was about as much depth as we're going
0: to go into. Uh, Alex, uh, no, no, no we'll, we'll work, we'll work, we'll, we'll find some shit, mate, mate. We're professionals. We, Look, we'll, it was we'll,
1: a fun. <laughs> it was fun to watch. I still enjoyed it. Don't get me wrong, but I guess when at the end of the day, all this build up, all this confusion, all this strat chat ends up being. Oh, someone's going to the other side, and at tribal council, everyone changes their mind. It's not so much fun, you know. It's like this big build-up just for nothing. You know, it's a bit of a tease.
0: Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely a little bit of a tease. Like, let's be serious. This week was very twist-heavy. Um, you can't say that it wasn't. Uh, we we do know Australia Australian Survivor loves its bloody twists. Uh, well, we got a few. Oh, yeah. We got a few. Like um, <laughs> there was there was a little bit of everything in every episode, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, I was just going to give another analogy. It's like it's like doing a whole give us pre- another analogy.
0: Like,
1: it's like doing a whole preseason, and then you have the buy for round one. You know, it's all this big build up, and then it's like, oh, we're not even kicking off this week. So what, what are we doing? Um, but, but, but then we had the other twist, which was which was a lot more fun, a lot more entertaining. It sort of made a simple vote into this. Wow, what is going to happen? Who's going to win these challenges? in that first episode of the week where Ferris, Eileen, and Kirby win the individual challenge at Tribal, which we're going to get into, obviously, but that was an exciting twist. Like, I don't love twists at Tribal Council, but sometimes they are fun, and this made it a lot more fun. And it depends. If you love Ferris, you love this twist. Um, even if you don't. I love hey, I love great. Ferris.
0: I love this twist. It yeah. was great. It was, it was great. good. <laughs>
1: it was a lot of fun. And just to see and- the minority of two, and then Ferris and Eileen posted on the Instagram, of these just the two of them, You know, don't F with the minority, you know, sort of thing. It was a lot
0: of fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was. And, like, I I think, like, this is very similar to the Simon twist last year, which was the the glorious episode seven where George gets Fraser out with this epic strategy and this epic blindside. Um, I feel like this sort of type of thing is going to stick around. I feel like we're going to have at least one of them in every season from here on out. Australia's Survivor is enjoying this... At Tribal Twist. Yeah, do you think
1: do you think they added like after what happened last year with you know the greatest tribal council of all time, if you haven't listened to it, we did an emergency podcast on that episode alone. Do you think because of that tribal council, they thought, let's try and capture that magic again, you know, and do the yeah. same thing?
0: Look, look, they they definitely did. Um, I think like don't get me wrong, it's it's never gonna be episode seven of Heroes vs. Villains. Nothing. But- Nothing will. Exactly, exactly. Nothing will. We, me, I think me and you were talking about it during the week. Um, we're not going to get an emergency podcast out of this season. We might never get an emergency podcast again. That was a once in a lifetime opportunity. That was an amazing thing for Australian survivor. And yes, they're going to always, when something works, they're going to try and recreate it. They're going to try and do something. And this was a fun episode. This was a fun twist. It, I, I definitely have good things to say about it for an Australian Survivor twist, they definitely could have done it worse. So it's enjoyable, but at the same time you're not going to get Fraser going home, no one knowing Fraser's going home except exactly who knows who Fraser's going. Home. Like it was just, there was so much glory in that episode back then. Yeah. You can't you can't bring that out especially with first time players. You can't expect them. Like unless Kirby pulled something out of her ass, this was not happening. I'll, yeah, I
1: would just say like this twist went well because of the people that won the immunity. If if this could have gone completely pear shaped and just so boring, if you know, say a Kirby, a Charles, and a, a you know one of the, and and Kelly wins immunity, like it's a straight up vote, Ferris or or Eileen sort of thing. So they're lucky with the people they got immune. Like two of the minority who have the power. Like this is it's pretty rare. Like it was a three out of what nine chance of. Them winning and and they pull it out, so that was good on them. Um, which made for the episode, really. If it if anyone else wins, it's not fun. So even if it was just two to one, it would have been the opposite, and we wouldn't have been so high on it. Because I am pretty high on it. I think it was a lot of fun. Um, so so that, we got a bit lucky.
0: We did. We definitely got a bit lucky. Talking about something I'm very high on. I know. I know you're a, you're not the biggest fan of these challenges, but the challenge beast of this week has been incredible. It is seriously, like, who knew such a huge challenge beast was in such a small package like Eileen?
1: Yeah, no, Eileen, uh, uh, like, carried her team, especially in that second episode. That's the one where, you know, she's on the bottom here. If if they lose, she's going home. Um, Obviously, we see there's a huge twist that night at Tribal Council, but wow. Like, she beat out so many athletes just to win that challenge, and I was, you know, I'm not a huge Eileen fan, I'll just say that now. But I was sort of rooting for her. I'm like, yeah, you're on the bottom, you're going home, and you're fighting for your life, and you just dug deep and and come out with a win. I was very impressed with Eileen uh, in that episode. And um, she she had a decent week, but to to win it when you need to,
0: it's great. She had a great decent – she had a great week. Like, she was also the first person in that challenge in the first episode to win that twist challenge. She smashed it. It was like one, two, three – just got him on straight away. Talking about one, two, three. Can we go one, two, three, four, five, six? Can we talk about Jaden? What? Whoa! Like this yeah. guy. <laughs> like how are us super fans so excited to watch this guy that's not even there to play Survivor. He's there for a fucking holiday, and we're loving it.
1: Have you ever seen a bigger comeback in a challenge like that? Was amazing to no. see. Like, they're so far behind. And it's like Jaden just pulls out the three-point shot, swish, 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 six in a row. It was unbelievable. I've never seen anything like it. He's so much fun to watch. He reminds me of um, a Jonathan from Season 42. Like, he was, for me, the most dominant physical challenge person ever. And I've never been a challenge guy in terms of watching them. I've never really, you know, it's part of the game, fine, but I've never enjoyed it. And watching Jonathan just dominate so much was so much fun. And now we're seeing Jaden do exactly the same thing. That challenge, you know, six in a row, bang, and then even the even the water challenge in the last episode of the week, we just he just he grabbed winner and he grabbed Ray and he's laughing. It's so much fun. He's so dominant, he's so big. I love Jaden, he's so much fun.
0: Dude, Jaden, oh my god. He is he is a gift. He's a gift to our screens, he's a gift to our eyes, he's a gift to our ears. Jaden is huge and so much fun. Yes, there is Definitely no strategy in his confessionals, (laughs) and I love every second of him being confused. But as a challenger, he is good. Do you think maybe he wins an individual immunity challenge here and there, or is he just too big and just too uh, specific of a skill set?
1: Yeah, that's the thing. Like, he's obviously a massive man, but generally, there's no like full strength based challenges past the merge. Like, there's nothing like lift this thing up and run through it. Like, obstacle course stuff, yes, but. That's not his skill set either. So yeah. I don't think he does. I don't think he's going to win any challenges because he's not that good in anything else except for like physical strength. Yeah. Then again, he we sort of we switched the basketball six times. So maybe he is. I, I don't know. But <laughs> I feel like there's other people out there. Like, like I would say like Kirby. I think what I've seen from Kirby, like it's so rare that we get a female that is in this hero position of the challenges, like the, the finisher, you know? Like, you've got to knock down these things, you've got to shoot the ball, whatever. She's so good at everything. I, I, is she the best female challenger that doesn't do endurance stuff, not athletically, but skill-based? I've never seen a, a female dominate the way she does.
0: Even Look, even endurance stuff, um, I think she held up that heavy, heavy weight for a really, really long time. Like, she did a really, really good job there. But no, I think you're right. She just has a mind for strategy. She has a mind for sports. And yeah. I'm loving every second of it. Like, the challenges this season have been amazing, and Kirby has helped make them amazing. Like, just that dodgeball, when she just catches it and throws it back, it was like, no one else did it. Like, no one else even tried. They were yeah. trying to...
1: Like, oh. No one ever thought of it. That, and then the, the idle one where they're attached to the rope, she yeah, yeah, new strategy emerging there. I think maybe perhaps being like a sports coach, you know, you sort of... Your mindset is what's like the best way I can get around the opposition type thing. So maybe she's coming up with new strategies on the fly. And look, they're working. She's great. She's so good at like everything we've seen so far. Like, very impressive, Kirby. And she's the type of person, yes, she could go on a mid new streak because she has all the skill set, um, which is, yeah, I
0: can't wait. I, I'm a big fan of Kirby. So, um, yeah, loving that. I'm, I'm a big fan of everyone on this season, but. Someone unfortunately that does not have the skill set for Survivor, I think, is (laughs) probably the person we're going to talk about next.
1: I think I know who you're talking about. I think I know who you're talking
0: about. So Mark, obviously. I mean, (laughs) I mean, Paris. I mean, like, are we still talking about Kirby? Um, Okay, let's um, let's um, let's. Have I dragged this on too long? Like, can I just can we keep dragging it on? Like, just a little bit longer. Um, It's Pocket Rocket Kel.
1: (laughs) Ah, Kelly. I love Kelly. I love Kelly. She is, I love Kelly. I love Kelly. She is great. She is great. And just before we even get into her, I listened to her exit interview today, right? And we need to preface everything we say with this. She went into the game with the idea of being a big fun chaos character because she knows that what that's what makes good TV. So everything she did in her head was to make better TV. So we have to give her credit for that. We don't see enough of this from players. Only one person wins. But she made the TV, and that's what I'm here for. I'm here for the characters. So thank you, Kel, for that. You are a champion. Now, let's rip into Kel.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, um, if you could, if you listen, can you just, like, pause just for one second? No, We'd be nice. we love that. <laughs> just, just, just put us on mute. Just put us <laughs> on mute. Um, look, Kelly, uh, yeah, she definitely made chaos. Um, didn't really make chaos a tribal council, but definitely made chaos a camp. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and that was that was like I said, that's her thing. She's like, I just want to cause Carol just to make good me, so good. Um, look, the third episode of the week, really tough episode for Carol. Oh, we starts off really nicely. It's a son's birthday, her dog's birthday. This is good.
0: Yeah, yeah we a few. And eye everyone rolls gets through, involved. Everyone gets involved. Well, like no one. We didn't get any confessionals complaining about it. Too well, much. It, I don't
1: have to complain the confessionals when Ferris is eye rolling and when Alex is eye rolling about her son's birthday, which I thought was like a nice emotional moment. I was like, this is not good, Kelly. If they don't like this, I, what look, are they going to like?
0: The truth is, I, the truth is, like, the editing of this wasn't great either. Um, for, for Kelly, I think, um, like, we, we get this really cool emotional moment, like it's her son's birthday. That's awesome. And then there's just, oh, and it's my dog's birthday as well. And don't get me wrong, I love <laughs> I love dog I love dogs like the next person. I really, really do. But in the scheme of things... It just, it sort of puts a downer on the whole situation. It's like adding on, like sort of no, trying man. to, trying to, what, what is it with thunder? Like you uh, take, stealing someone's thunder. She's, um, she's trying to steal, she's tried to steal her own thunder a little bit.
1: <laughs> I feel she's like Zeus with the story of her son. If she was to add more thunder to that. Full power to her, like go for it. Like it's her son's 18th birthday. Usually when people talk that's about family, awesome. that's sick. Yeah. yeah, usually when they talk about family in the island, you get these emotional responses. People get a bit teary. I think about their own families, but we didn't get that at all. We have people almost mocking her in the background, and I thought that was really uncalled for. It I felt sorry sick. for her. Um, but, but, but yeah, then obviously the dog. I mean, I love my dog. Uh, he's, yeah, he was like a son to me before I had a daughter. Simba, <laughs> yeah, that's his name. Simba, my dog. Um,
0: but <laughs>
1: we don't need to go into my personal life right now. We're talking yeah, about Kelly. No.
0: Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, Kelly.
1: But it all starts to fall apart for Kel when, I guess, the, the plans delivered to her, we're going to vote out Raymond. And, you know, to her credit, stands up for a friend. No, we're not doing that. Yeah. Did, did you think this was the right attitude to have? Or was there a way around this conflict with her own
0: alliance? Uh, look, um... No, I don't. I don't think there is. Uh, there's two idols in the game. Uh, there's a Eileen, who the truth is, I think Ferris would definitely play her idol, uh, his idol for her. Um, so the smart, safe option is probably quite, quite sweet Raymond, that has not had a lot of presence in the show. Assuming then he probably hasn't had a lot of presence in. On the beach. So the smart move, the probably, they're trying to think, oh, who's, who's the smartest person to go for? It, it is the smart move to probably go for Raymond in this circumstance. Kelly, on the other hand, had options. And like, we'll talk about a lot of options, like from both sides. But I think Kelly is the number one. And when she talks about strategy, the strategy isn't, I'm going to just say no to my alliance. The strategy is to flip without her alliance knowing.
1: And yeah, well that, yeah, I, I think that would have been a, a little bit smarter. But I think there's just a way of like, hey guys, like, can we knock over Ray for these reasons? Maybe push Eileen as the vote. Um, but also, if you're Kirby, you like the head of the alliance. The idea of alliance management is to keep everybody happy and have a discussion openly as an alliance where everyone is equal. And I use equal in, in inverted commas where. It seems like we're all equal, but we're not. But you yeah. need to give that illusion. You're never equal. You're
0: never equal. No, no, but you need
1: to give the illusion as if your voice is the same as my voice, when in fact it absolutely isn't. But that the people on the bottom, like Kelly, need to know that her voice is being heard. And yes, she was a bit abrupt about it. No, we're not voting out Raymond. And um, if you try and make me, I'm not going to do it. That's not the way to do it. But also Kirby's, I guess, heavy-handedness was also... I would say incorrect and and not great either. So I can see I can see both sides perhaps not being great. Uh, but then yeah, it all sort of falls apart from there. And she's like, "I'm not with this alliance." And becomes like a four, a four, and a one with Kelly right in the middle. And well, this is where, well, as you say, there are options.
0: Yeah, there's definitely options, and we'll get into those options. Um, unfortunately, I I really agree with Kirby in this circumstance. Um, I have found Kirby to overplay et cetera, But Her strategic line is brilliant, and I think Raymond is the only option going into this vote. See, I disagree. I disagree. Yeah, we're allowed to disagree. We're allowed (laughs) to disagree. I just feel like Eileen is too much of a strategic force with Ferris, and Ferris would save her if he had the option. I don't think so. Whereas Raymond Raymond is seeming like a number. Now, just remember, we're watching an edit. I don't know exactly. That's just what I'm getting from it. So the right move here is Raymond, I believe, in Kirby's mind. However, I 100% agree with you. You have to listen to your alliance. And when you don't, you have to blindside your alliance and apologize later. It is just what you've got to do. And Kirby did not go about this greatly. However, Kelly was unflexible. And that is the hardest thing to handle in an alliance, is someone that is unflexible and unprepared to make the big move and understand this is a game. Sometimes you have to do stuff to get you to the end. And she really, really fucked it for her. She (laughs) fucked it for Alliance and she fucked it for the other Alliance because she didn't even try to go to them and be like, Oh, let's, let's make a move. She was, she could have just said yes Let's let's get out Raymond and then go to Raymond and be like, ah, oh, let's get out Kirby. Well, that's that's the, <laughs> that's the
1: thing that probably bothers me the most is uh, she's got this really tight bond with Raymond, and we have seen that throughout throughout the uh, the season. But not, it's, well, very, it's
0: definitely not strategic, is it?
1: No, but it's a bond, and you know, I get that you want to keep your friend around. I totally understand that because you can like they're a number for you at some point. You have a bond, whatever. But why not go to Raymond and say, Hey, Ray, I, I don't want to be with that team anymore. What about your team, Ray? Like, can we work together? Like, surely. That's the, the option, and Ray will go to Ferris to say that oh. is the play. Yeah, Ray will go to Ferris like this is my friend Kelly. Can she come and join our party? And then Alex and Kelly probably fight, and it wouldn't happen. But why not do that? Like it was, <laughs> well, it was at least so try obvious. it, You're right.
0: At least try it. Yeah. Like, just, just try it. You're going but out of the no. limb to
1: save Raymond, and then you're not even trying to use Raymond in your plans.
0: Look, look, we're talking about Kelly. Kelly um, orchestrated the Nathan vote out. She is a strategic mastermind. <laughs> um, what did what Valeria
1: say? <laughs> strategic and you, Kelly shouldn't go in the same sentence.
0: Like, that was a bit harsh. I I know. Know. I, look, yeah, it, it, it definitely is. And I can. Everyone just wants their screen time, so they're going to say these things like the, the way they need to. Um, but yes, Kelly, unfortunately, yes, not so good for the strategic side of Survivor. Holy fuck, the character was fun. This was a fun episode. I'm glad she got all the airtime. I'm glad we saw her from start to finish. And we got a good proper goodbye to Pocket Rocket Kel. Yeah,
1: she got her flowers for sure. Like the whole episode was almost dedicated to Kelly as like a memorial. This is what she's all about. If you enjoy it, like love or hate her, because I know there's a lot of haters out there and I'm not one of them. But I'm definitely not one of them you, myself. You can't deny the entertainment that she bought to the TV. Whether it's like not so much her, but the entertainment that got out of Alex against her or Garrick against her, this is all fun stuff that, it just enhances the viewing product for me. Like some of the best moments of the season are where people are talking about Kelly when she's not even there. Uh, it's just fun. So Kelly did, you know, she, she understood she the job. Yeah. She, did, she did her
0: job. She did her job. She went on. She's done it. She's got merch out, guys. Hit it up. Go check out her merch. She's got stuff out. She's got a song out. That song? Uh, Rebel Kel. Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, it's like Rebel. Rebel I don't know Yell. some, yeah, Rebel Yell, uh, redone for Rebel Kel. Is that vinyl, she sings it? it. Haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Haven't you seen it on Instagram? I
1: haven't. I've not seen that yet. I can't wait to go. I think we need out.
0: to pause right now, and you need to go listen to that. Okay, let's actually do that. Eh? Let's actually do that. Let's. Right, we'll see you later. We'll see you <laughs> in a second, guys. We'll be back.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna jam to some Kel.
0: Love that. Do we? Do we actually want to? I'm stop gonna and pause listening? it now. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Mac, what did you think? I mean Rebel Kel- Is is this the next uh, rock star? Is
1: this going top of the charts or what? What a song. Rebel Kel, absolutely, more, more, more. Give me more of that. That was great.
0: <laughs> She's the top of my chart. Kel, you're the top of my chart. Absolutely.
1: Uh, no, that was I, a lot of
0: fun. I think we I think we better get back to Survivor talk. <laughs> <laughs> like not 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 the next pop star, the next the next Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah, well I mean Tay Tay's in town and I mean Kel could probably do a bit of a duet with her perhaps.
0: Yeah, oh, mate, mate, I don't know if Taylor Swift's at that caliber yet.
1: <laughs> no, that's true. Kel could take her to the next level, let's
0: say that. <laughs> that's, that's it. Alright, look, this that this is awesome. Kel, if you're listening, we have a feeling you are Kel listens, so we know We you will miss it. you. We will miss you. You are you have been amazing and um I can't wait to eulogize you because I want you back. Give me give me Kel back. You like, want, more, more, back more. want
1: more. More more please. I want more more woa woah <laughs> woah. Alright, enough enough silly. Okay, I okay, got okay. Let's talk no. about
0: the vote. Let's talk about the vote. We, we, in we're the- into too much banter
1: here. But <laughs> it is it is buff, and banter. Um maybe banter heavy episode tonight. Banter heavy episode. The drinks are flowing. The banter is flowing. It's good. It's um, been a good
0: week. It's been a good week, mate.
1: It has been a good week. Let's get let's get into the actual options at this vote. So, we see like two sides, four four each side. Kels in the middle. I've got a number of options. Run it through me, Gabe. Okay, what do you got,
0: dude? It's it's not a number of options. There's, it's very very simple. You pull Kel to your side. You make a plan. Uh, Kirby made a plan with her riding off Kelly. Okay, she made an awesome plan with the trying to make the paranoia, trying to push it. Val. Look, we don't know for sure, but it looked like Val ruined that at Tribal Council. Um, just with how she was speaking, how she just wanted Kelly gone. Um, so Kirby did what she could. It didn't work, but it was a good move. It was a good attempt, and it almost like it genuinely, it genuinely looked like it was working. Obviously, we don't know if that was the edit or not. Um, now, Faris <laughs> on his side of the table, I think is where the chance is. It's where. <laughs> The option is. But is that right? Do you want a Kelly on your side going into merge?
1: So here's, here's the thing. Both sides have the same options available. It's either pull Kel over or or use your four people to vote for any person in the other four. Kel will vote for whoever she votes for. Um, so then Kel and the other person are now, they don't vote on the revote, and you win the vote for. Uh, uh, Four to three. So if one side's voting for Kel and you know that, so if Kirby side's voting for Kel or Fraser side's voting for Kel, your side can vote somewhere else and you'll always win that vote because you'll have the numbers. So I think there's an option there for both sides to sort of pull no. a sneaky one. The question is, going to merge next week, is this going to unify everyone? That's, that's where I come down. That's, well, that's,
0: literally, that's literally what I was about to throw back at you. Yeah. Now, Kirby, fair enough. Kirby, she's sort of got options. Vows close to Mark. She's got Rihanna on the other side. Say Merge is at 14, which they don't know. They don't know this. No. But say Merge is at 14, she has options. That's if Kirby knows the game well enough to know that Merge could be at 14. Uh, But for Ferris, he is in the prime position, and I completely, 100% believe he made the right call here. 100%. He could have gone to war with Kirby again. He could have thrown shit at the wall. He could have made it stick. He could have got Kirby out. He could have got a winner out. He could have got a squad out. Something like that. These big players. But he goes into merge with no one but his alliance. He's not even 100% sure Alex is with him. Mm. Alex is just where the wind blows at the moment. He has been all game. So, for Ferris... I completely, 100% agree with exactly what you did here, mate.
1: Yeah, I can I can see both sides. But I, I, the, probably, I guess the biggest question is, does one vote after this big war, did, can one vote solidify enough trust to get through the next couple? Because it's going to be like Rebels versus Titans. It's that's, more that's, that's than sort of nothing.
0: It's more than nothing. Yeah,
1: that's where I come down. I, I do think it will be enough to unify them against the middle-aged mafia. And I, 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 just, I, I just see it going down the line of, the old Rebels, like the OG Rebels, will dominate the first couple of votes. And I guess you do that, he's got his idol, Is alex got an idol, like his side's sort of still winning the day. Um, so it probably was the right move just to unify. But I think there was options there for anyone to make a big move. Now, Ferris and Kirby have been boring for so long, there's sort of been bigger moves sort of being made. Do you want to lay low for a little bit and just sort of get some easy stuff together? Yes, you probably do, because it's a time of the game where you need to just sort of blend in for a couple of votes like you can't play this big game the whole time so if they can go from what is it 14 now down to sort of you know 9 and 8 without anything major happening that's a good place to be in so i think unifying together was ultimately probably was the right idea
0: Mate, don't tell that to George. George made major shit happen from start to finish. He did not stop. He's a bit and of a unicorn. Did, not, many a of a, not, not many people He's a bit of a Not many people. We can all try. We can all try. Mm. Um, but, it, look, I, I completely agree. Look, Ferris needs to lay low. He has done really, really well in this vote. Just making a unified vote. Whether it gains lots of trust, it gains a little bit of trust, it's more trust than he had. He did the right thing. Kirby, on the other hand, if she wanted to keep this war going, she does have options on the other side. She has more numbers than just the people in her alliance there on that tribe. Maybe not the greatest, but again, I still don't think it's the worst. A nice unifying vote going into a possible merge. It's not not the dumbest idea. It gives her options for the future. And who knows if she wants to flip on the Titans, if she wants to go against the middle-aged mafia, Having having a, what, a rifle in Ferris next to her bazooka is pretty fucking good.
1: Yeah, it's it's going to be really interesting. And obviously the merge, I, like, I mean, I love merge episodes. It's one of the best episodes of the season. Just seeing everyone come together. And then obviously the merge is when, yeah, the real game starts to heat up. So it's going to be a lot of fun. But it's got a number of ways you can go. I'm sure when we do our predictions later, we can sort of discuss that. Um, just exciting times, and we've sort of got like to me like the big four characters of the season all coming together, which is yeah, exactly you know, Kirby Ferris, uh, Mark, and I would say yeah, Caroline. Caroline, is the fourth Caroline. One. Caroline. Yeah. yeah, definitely Caroline.
0: Um, but talking about all coming together, I think we have one of three twists this week, and we have this reward or scroll, this food or scroll, social or strategic. Yeah, and I oh, there is so much to dive into here. There's so much now. I'm going to start by, Kel has gotten her airtime on this podcast, so we're not going to talk about her disclosing everything to Kitty. We'll now, see. just remember, she, well, she look, she does have she does have a relationship with Kitty from when she was on Titan Beach. I wouldn't say it's the biggest relationship, but she does have a relationship. She's she's trying to do something here. She's trying to get trust or gain trust to a certain extent.
1: Yeah. I think she was. I think she was playing the merge already. Um, I think she'd she'd literally given up on Kirby's alliance. But like when she had that fight, she's seen uh, you know Kitty is. She's like, I'm just going to jump on this side now. And it's like, well, Kel, you're not merged yet. You're not with these people. They can't save you right now. Uh, it's not the worst idea if she got through that vote because she's built those sort of bonds. But what it, what the biggest thing to come out of that uh, Kel conversation with Kitty is was if I'm not here. This is what she said. If I'm not here tomorrow, then Kirby's the one to look out for. So yeah. she's painted a target on her back by sort of naming Kirby as like the leader, the head of the honcho, whatever. Um, and then Joe obviously gets voted out, and it's just really when Kitty sees that, she's going to think, "Well, Kirby's in control, and this is what the target on Kirby's back is going to get a lot bigger." Just from
0: that, I reckon. Uh, um, can I ask a question? Okay, I want to, I want to, I want to bring in a world where the biggest players. Not just, like, we've got four big players left in the game, but let's say this war happens and the biggest players are Caroline versus Kirby. Have we seen this before? Have we seen a war between two strong, strategic juggernauts, both being women?
1: That's an interesting question. And I'm just sort of racking my brain now. Um... Yeah, I, I can't come up with any just by thinking right now. Yeah, a lot of the time, it's like two men, and it's my side, your side, and they go fight. Like you know, Or male versus,
0: <laughs> male versus female. It definitely happens. We've seen it. Yeah. Have we seen this? This is the new era. This is awesome. We're mm. 2024, 20, mate. To be fair. To be fair, we haven't seen next week's
1: episode. We don't know okay. if this war's happening. Like, we know they're the two okay. heads of their sides, and they both have their, I guess, uh, enemy in Mark and Ferris. But will Caroline and Kirby go to war? Or could they? Could they link up? Could they be friends? Because you know who's best friends with uh, uh, Kirby's best friend, Rihanna, is now friends with Caroline. So maybe they're going to link up and be this force to take out the Ferris side.
0: Oh, you don't. You, you, oh, I'm stealing you, your thunder here, mate. You're, you're, still, you're ruining it. You're ruining it. Mate, I was I was on a roll. I was on a roll. I, I could say that happening,
1: but because I think Rihanna has gotten quite close to Kitty and Caroline. And I just think perhaps if Caroline doesn't want to work with Mark and Rihanna's got a Kirby, maybe they can jump on board with that. Yeah. I don't
0: know. But but Kirby's with Val. Val wants Mark. I don't know if that's happening, mate. I There's don't so know many interrelationships inter here
1: that like we don't know the full extent of, but we've seen enough. And I think like, what you say Valeria's sort of... She's fiery and she's got some friends and some people she hates. So the merge is going to be a lot of fun. Just to see where it all lands, that first vote especially. Usually, uh, the first vote of the merge is quite unified and it's like one target. I don't see it this way. I, I, think, I think what we're going to get next week is going to be electric. It could be one of the greatest weeks ever. It's so much this, going on. I, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of intrigue. This is, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be um, unreal. Let's get back to the choice of either the feast, because, I mean, out of that feast, all we saw, the main thing was the Kelly Kitty. Nothing really else happened. No,
0: no not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. There, but, was, um, there was a whole lot of nothing said.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. But the choice of the feast versus the idol hunting, where do you land on that? Because I do, I do see a lot of pros for both and a lot of cons for both, I suppose. So
0: what are your thoughts? Okay, look, you're on the bottom. The pro is go for the idol. You're on the top. The pro is go for the social. It's strategic over social. And usually strategic over social depends on your position in the game.
1: Yeah, well, that's right. And, and, and it was sort of, I guess, a little bit interesting to see the players that went for it. Because I think without putting a target on yourself, you sort of just want to do the feast, the mergers coming up, you make those bonds, you know, you might have two hours together or something. It's something more than the people who didn't do it. And you're not painting this target as I'm a big game player. You're just there having a feast, having a chat, whatever. But uh, to see the likes of say Eden, Eden especially was the one that that that, that, that was I was most unsure about because
0: surprised about. Yeah, yeah, I think, that's I, yeah. I think I think it's very smart for Eden to do this because he has. So say he gets the idol, awesome, like cool, cool for him. But he has. Everyone else in his tribe other than the people there on his side. 100% on his side. He's got Jaden, he's got Kitty, he's got Caroline. Okay, he goes back I was just looking after Mark. I was just looking after Rihanna. Making sure the other people didn't get the idol. This is good credibility. This is good shit. He has the easiest route out of this because he just goes back to an alliance that loves him and they welcome him back with open arms, not thinking that he's doing anything dodgy at all. I'm not. Mark, Rihanna, they're on the bottom. They're untrustworthy. They're not a hundred percent with us. They come back in a bad way.
1: Yeah, I'm probably more thinking a bit longer term, like merge. And when when Eden has not met Ferris, he's not. I mean, Ferris wasn't at the feast. He's not met Kirby. He's not met. Uh, Scott, he's not met all the rebels that aren't in his tribe right now. He's not met them yet. And when they see him go off to look for idols and he already comes across as this... True, true. A little bit like... He's got this energy about him which is a little bit off-putting. Not off-putting, but like... (laughs) He's got a certain energy about him which seems shifty.
0: Yeah, Uh, I'll give you that. I'll give you that.
1: So when you see a shifty person who you haven't met yet choose to go for idols over a feast... It doesn't send a good message. It does not send a good message at all. It sends an untrustworthy message to me if I've not met this person. So I don't think it was a great idea for me. Eden. I know what you're saying. You want to see where the idol is. You don't trust Mark, maybe. I mean, Eden and Mark have been seen to be pretty tight. You don't trust Rihanna. So to me, there's only downside to this. I don't know if it was the greatest call. To everyone else, I can get it. Alex, fair enough, he's on the bottom. Ferris, I mean, he has an idol as well. So did he need to go... Eileen feels like she's on the bottom. Like she won that challenge in the second episode. So she knows that she is probably the next person to go at this point. Like she hasn't made the Kel plan yet. So I understand that. And I understand Rihanna and somewhat Mark, even though Mark doesn't know what's happening around him. As yeah. far as we know, he's not aware of all these whispers that go on. So yeah. I can understand everyone else, but Eden was the one that yeah didn't, it, it, it surprised me a lot. Yeah.
0: Look, yeah, it, it, it is definitely surprising. Now we have had one of our, Great Anonymous, and yes, they need to be anonymous, uh, fans asked that Eden gets a buff this week uh, for this uh, for this lovely Madagascar quote um, that was oh, brought show, up. that's right. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit of fun. It was a bit of fun. Um, now, unfortunately, he will not be getting a buff this week. Definitely not from me. But, <laughs> no, but, honorable but I, I want an honourable mention. Honourable mention right now, this was TV gold, comedic gold, and... Thank goodness. Um, Eden, so great. Um, at the start of the season, when we hear about Eden being annoying, I'd say that he's surprisingly not getting as much airtime or it's very strategic airtime. There's not a lot of this character stuff that you'd assume he's doing every single day. Um, mm. But yep. yeah, I, I, I agree exactly with what you're saying. Sorry, get back getting back to the point. Um, you you are right, okay? Maybe, I maybe I think I might have been wrong here. This wasn't a great thing for him long-term. Short-term, he gets away with it. Long-term, not a great thing.
1: Yeah, I just I just think the chance to look like not shifty, the chance to meet everyone else is, is a chance you don't really want to pass up because any bond you can make, I know it's like, oh, you're going to stick with your alliance anyway, but you know what? You only have to make a good impression to sort of have these people as options working forward together, so you know you sort of want to work with everyone, especially at the merge. It's a great time to to be social and and you know just mix with everyone. No one sees you as a target, and uh, yeah, the, I mean the six players that went for the idol don't have that chance. So it'd be interesting to see. But, those but six next
0: week. I'll give you. I'll give you a little, a little, little, little bit. Um, he did have time to be social with Rihanna and Mark. <laughs> It's better, <laughs> yeah, better other. it's better than nothing, it's better than nothing, Misfits line, mate, Misfits
1: Yeah, no, that's fair, that's fair, I mean they're on the same tribe, they probably chat every day, but I mean, yeah, I get what you're saying, I get what
0: you're saying But he uh, gets them alone without without Caroline, the godmother, just watching over him
1: Yeah, I mean it didn't look like they, they spoke too much, but you never know, we didn't see everything
0: Yeah, we did we we don't see anything Okay, okay, enough about the fucking Rebels, let's get into the Titans what was this? Barris that like, gives up his chance to meet people to be social, and then gives the idol away. Now, first of all, this confessional was awesome. It was it that had was me fun. on the edge of my seat. It was it was so much fun, <laughs> like brilliant. But the strategy behind it, I see holes. I just I want to just, say... silent confessions.
1: Yeah, no, I was definitely... No, well, there isn't, there isn't. But first off, silent confessionals where they don't say anything are the best. I think there's one in uh, season 45. Couture literally just does says nothing about Bruce and we know it's fun. And when Ferris does the same thing about Alex and how he can't find the idol, it's so much fun. And he's like, oh, maybe it's in the roof. And he, he sort of looks at Alex, waiting for Alex to look at the roof, and he just does nothing. And it was so much fun. But... I actually thought this is a great move by Ferris, not finding the idol. I thought this is really smart. I,
0: I, I, I completely agree. It, it is a great move by Ferris, not finding the idol. It puts a huge target on his back. It's a known idol. Him having two idols is so big. But yeah. then why did he go in the fucking first place?
1: I think here's the thing, and he sort of does say this, that he wanted to, I guess, find out who has it and then paint a target on their back. So, what if what, he was the only person that asked for it? Well, then, well, then that's... yeah. You know, well, he must have got a feeling. I mean, Alex is on... You know, Alex has just joined your tribe. He's going to try and look for it. So I think when he, when he tells Kirby Alex has the idol and, Mar- and he tells Mark at the challenge Alex has the idol, that builds trust. That does build something. And, and now he's unified that he vote with Kirby. Like, maybe they can work together. Like, he's given, him, given her some information. They voted together. That's something important. So to have that knowledge of where the idol is, if he, if he finds a second idol and then Alex and Ali know about it, that'll get out, it becomes this massive threat with two idols and we've got to get him out and you're working on paranoia the rest of the game. If he if Alex finds it, which he made sure he did, and he can he can sort of plant that seed in everyone's head, then he's like the good guy. We're feeding you information that is factual. And- <laughs> the good
0: the good guy that couldn't find the idol in everyone else's No. Place. It doesn't matter if he couldn't find it, if that's good or bad. Like,
1: the, the fact is, he doesn't have it. And that's like, he's giving information out, which is a good bonding, trusting tool. So It, it,
0: it is, but these guys aren't good bonding, trusting, because he went for the strategic over the social. Yeah, it's a, He's automatically on the back foot here. I do, I do get it. I get the theory in it. And I'm not sure if he possibly made the decision to go for the idol, then realized what he'd done and made this strategic plan on the way there. I completely agree if that's the way it went down. But he he's on that slight back foot. He's on enough of a back foot that he's definitely not still where he was. There's still that untrust. He still went for the idol. Yeah. He, he just lost. He just lost.
1: But it's given him... I think he's risen up the trustworthy rankings if there was one, you know, just by okay. doing that. I think, I think, I think it was, I think it was quite smart. Um, I gave him a lot of points for that, to be honest.
0: Okay. All right. That's, that's cool. We, we, we obviously see this in different ways.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we're allowed to, we're allowed to, that's why we have a podcast. That's why people listen to us argue every week, week in, week out.
1: This is the fun of it. This is, <laughs> uh, you know, I just
0: don't agree with anything you say ever. No. <laughs> ever. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. all right. We've, we've, we've had enough this episode, episode three of the week's done episode two. do we just skip that? Like did too much happen? Like I said in the
1: intro, that was about as much as we need to talk about the whole, the whole confusion about the vote. Like it was a lot of fun to watch, but like I said, it didn't amount to anything. So I don't think it's worth talking about. All
0: right, mate, mate, that's enough talk about the episode. Um, mate, I'm never going to work with you. I'm just never, ever, ever going to work with you this 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 whole relationship is done i'm just never going to work with you i can say that wholly and truly i will never work with you
1: yeah Uh, bombshells at tribal council uh what world are we living in where this happens um tribal councils have been great And, and we've seen a couple even just this week stuff we would never see in normal seasons of survivor um I feel like, especially, I mean, U.S. Survivors are an absolute fiend for this. The amount of nothing that's said at Tribal Council. There's no fights. There's no intrigue. It's, it's talking in metaphors. But, wow, this season, have we seen some fights? Have we seen some fire at Tribal Council? Have we seen genuine arguments? This is so good to watch. I love this. Um, what a great week just for that. Like, some of the Tribal Council's explosion. It's,
0: it's, it's fantastic. It's, 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 it's been brilliant. Winner. Winner, hello! Welcome to Strategy. The sushi boy. It's, 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 yeah, the sushi boy. The sushi boy. What the Welcome hell is that? By strategy. It's a TikTok thing. I'm guessing. Oh, is I'm, it? I'm, 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 ho- I'm hoping it's a TikTok thing. Otherwise, you <laughs> no just set it for no reason. No. Um, <laughs> um, but like, like this is like winner. Welcome to Strategy. And like, it, like the theory is there. He might have overplayed his hand a little bit. He's probably got a little bit of George from Heroes vs. Villainitis as well. Because um, he definitely knows the game of Survivor better than Jaden. A bit of a low bar. Yeah, low, um, low. But he, he tried. He tried. He threw shit at the wall and it just didn't stick. Your one vote stuck, not two.
1: Yeah. I actually didn't mind the plan of like, let's try and get the votes on me. But when you do that, you do blow up your entire game with Ferris almost. Like, you're like... I'm not going to work with you. I'm not going to do anything. Like you, sort of, you're really
0: I, burning the bridge. I really disagree. I, I, I completely oh, really? disagree. I, I don't think the bridge has been burnt at all. I think the smart play is doing that, going back and saying, "Ferris, I just did it trying to get the votes on me," and Ferris is like, "Yeah, I probably would have done the same thing." I think, I think yeah. that, I think that's a perfectly great strategy and if anything it just shows like your passion for the game shows maybe you got a little bit of wits about you ferris mm. has haha i've beaten you maybe we can work together in the future i don't think this ends this relationship at all
1: no that's a very good point i, I probably tend to agree with you there um yeah no, no, that is actually you've got me i think that's a, that's a great point does ferris
0: Appreciate it. I, th- I, th- I think he does. I genuinely yeah, think he, he does, does, especially the player that he is. Yeah, no, I he think probably this does. Is, I, th- I think this possibly leads to the third episode of the week would they actually work together. Yes, don't get me wrong, there's again some little shenanigans going in there, but they work together. Okay, what about
1: Valeria telling Ferris about his poor leadership? You bulldoze people. <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: before the, um, the twist at the tribal. Is this good gameplay? <laughs> is, uh, this, is this going to bond
1: Ferris and Valeria together?
0: <laughs> maybe not, but I don't think Valeria cares. I, I think Valeria is comfortable in the position that she's in, and I don't think she'd give a shit at all. Yeah, <laughs> she I- don't care if she's not with Ferris.
1: It was so Uh fun to see her and Charles just start to just lay into them because they knew they had the numbers. And to see those numbers taken away by form of this challenge, like this is the reason you don't say stupid things at Tribal Council because it can just come back and bite you so easily. Like it used when Survivor first started, Tribal Council was a safe space to just air dirty laundry. And there was a point where players got smart enough to to say – we're not trying to burn our own games down. We're just going to talk. We're not going to say anything. We're yeah. going to say lots of words without saying anything. And that was uh, for a long time what tribal council has been. And now there's this resurgence of let's air it out, and it's it's so good to watch. But it's such poor gameplay, really. Like this is what this is what got Charles sent home. I, I generally think like they even said it during the tribal council, like oh, we're going to target Charles. I generally think if he doesn't say anything, he's probably still there.
0: Um. I'm a, I'm a bit gobsmacked by that because I think um, this is great gameplay. I think Winner did not get hurt by this at all in the long run. Um, the I winner's think good. You've just got, you've got to throw shit at the wall. You've got to throw shit at the wall. Charles was the smart move there. If you're going to do that, you do it for Charles. Yes, Charles, he, he, he argued a little bit. He, got, he ripped in a little bit here and there. But he's the smart move. Winner's trying to pull the votes onto him. Charles is a smart move. Valeria, you don't know what. She is so there and in your face. You're not, like, she genuinely could be doing the exact same thing as Winner before the votes even started. Charles is a safe move there. He just doesn't, like, don't get me wrong, he's a lawyer, but he didn't argue to the extent that the other two did. He's a safe move. He's not the one with the idol. Yeah, I agree. Winner was a safe move because, like, he
1: actually had a plan. It was after the, the the challenge, so he knew what was happening. But I think before that, like, you just you're on your high horse with your numbers, and you you're sort of shooting down at the people in the minority, and it's just not a good look. And I just don't think people on the bottom appreciate it. Like, you don't want to see the people on top just lay into you, and they're like they're going off at Eileen, being the snake, you know, flipping yeah. and that. And it's like it's 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 it wasn't like overly mean, but it it, it was in, in certain parts. And it's just not. You don't need to get personal. I just think. I just think they got a little bit too personal. It was a little bit too. It's just too much. The I power. Think. The power,
0: yeah. went, to the power yeah. went to their heads. Yeah. Their heads. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's exactly right. So, look, it's you know, Valeria's still there, and I actually think Valeria's in a great spot. To be honest, oh, but- she is.
0: She's in a very good spot. Probably the best spot of the season we've met we might talk about when we come to what happens next week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's quite high on my winner rankings, to be honest. Um, yeah. But, uh, are we, we
0: going to get, we're going to get two of this archetype in a row?
1: The, the, the fiery sort of, uh, female. Yeah, the, the, yeah, she's very Lizzy, uh, isn't she? Very
0: Lizzy esque Yeah. Uh, and we, we've been racist here saying that. <laughs> but no, it's, it's true. It's so she's true. Russian. It's no, so she's,
1: true. Oh, cause Liz was part Russian too, wasn't she?
0: But she's Polish.
1: Oh, Polish. Oh, it's very a similar part of the world. But I think it's it's like they've lost their best friend and Liz lost Shawnee, Valeria's lost Viola, they're on this vendetta mission. Maybe they have like someone a bigger, better player helping them perhaps. So like I don't know, Valeria might have Mark, whereas uh, Liz had George. There's parallels there. And I I just think Valeria's just non threatening threatening enough to sort of get through the hard boats where the bigger targets might be targeted and she can sort of float. And she's also got a great social game. I do think she's pretty well liked out there. We see her uh, last Except week. Except by
0: Ferris and Eileen. Well, because <laughs> she
1: burnt those bridges, like I said, but she's got that no BS attitude, which I do love. And like yeah. it must be like a – it's a Russian thing, I suppose. Like just tell it how it is. But that can get you a long way because people like just hearing the truth and when you do tell them stuff and they know that you have this attitude, they generally believe it because they know you're not like this – yeah, you just generally just tell the truth, so it builds you a bit of trust there. Um, I, I, I just I think she's in a good spot, but I mean we don't have to do winner talk now. But yeah,
0: okay. Now let's look at the strategic gods, Ferris and Eileen like splitting a one-one-one vote. Is this the first one-one vote in history? <laughs> I
1: think it might be. Like nothing comes to mind, but I thought it was brilliant at the time. Like I watched it live and. I guess maybe I didn't have enough time to think about what would be the optimal play, but I mean, they probably have like an hour in between the challenge and the actual vote. So they've probably got time, but this is fantastic. It just did not occur to me. And when I saw it, I'm like, wow, what a smart play, but
0: was it basic? it's, It's so basic, dude. It is. I don't know if maybe I just had survivor on the brain, but this, you have to, like if you're an idiot, if you don't like seriously, Going one one one, you know there's idols in play. They do like you don't know where it is, but you know there's idols in play. You've got one like all three of them attacking you, especially winner. It if you don't do it, you're an idiot. Yeah, you no, don't no. know Kirby's with you.
1: It makes total sense. It makes total sense. But other time, I'm like, oh geez, what a smart move. But. Perhaps I gave it too much credit. But, yeah, I think Eileen was probably the brains behind that. Uh, I, maybe I'm wrong. but oh, no, just, I
0: think they, they might both have been the brains behind that, and it was a good move. It definitely was. But yeah. if they didn't do it, it would have been a bad move, is what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. If, if they if they load up on winner and the idol gets played, they look like the dumbest people ever. So you're right. They just continuously plan, as you should do. When you have more numbers than the other team and you can split a vote, you should always do it. So,
0: yeah, um, yeah
1: they have full trust in each other, made it work, and, yeah, it was a good play, good play.
0: It was a great play, great play. And just just great TV to watch. It was nice to see the, the minority get a bit of a win because we haven't seen that in a while. And Eileen, oh, I wish... It's going to be very interesting if she ever does gain some power because we saw what she did in that first vote where she sort of overplayed giving Sarah the option and in turn giving Kelly the option to vote out Tobias. But... She's playing quite well from the bottom, but at the same time, she's playing badly socially. Strategically, she's smart. Socially, not so smart. Like, sort of, uh, I want to vote out the Titans. Let's all us rebels get strong, but no, Titans, don't vote me out. It's just, it's very interesting how her mind's working, and I'm here for it. I'm loving every second of it. I'm very much looking forward to her into the merch, and I hope she goes far because she is... I wouldn't say she's the best player on this season, but she's definitely the player to watch.
1: Yeah, no, you can see that she knows the game, and she knows... She understands, like, how votes and... Oh, how the, All the concept around it, which sounds stupid, but, like, not everyone does, and you can see that she's smart. Um, yeah, I just think, perhaps socially, she's not quite ticking all the boxes. She's telling... Sort of everyone different things. And she she's seen this flipper now. Like people have said, like, you're a flipper. Like she's like, I want to do this. And then she goes to try was like, oh, Rebel Strong. It's like, well, that's not what you told us. And it's like, that's not a good look. Um, so I I don't think she's a winning candidate for me. I don't think she, she has to do a lot to get there because I, I do think she will be a target still. But um, yeah, she's obviously good in in certain ways. Yeah, if she had some power and she's part of a big majority, she could easily be the winner in that regard. I'm not sure if in this
0: season's her season. I don't think. I don't think this season's her season. Look, we talk about certain winners, and like I myself, I feel like if I go on to a hundred casts, I win once because of who oh, I wow. am. It's pretty low. Uh, it's, it's pretty low. It's pretty low. Well, people are pretty smart these days, <laughs> um, but. There are definitely winners. We talk about Haley Leek. I think she goes on to a hundred casts, ninety times. She wins. Yeah, you've I said this before. Just, I think that's yeah. far too high for anyone to win, I, look, win. look, 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 I'm, I'm over exaggerating, and I'm probably very much, um, and I'm under exaggerating myself. But, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Um, but okay, so maybe I'm over exaggerating with Haley Leake. and I, I do say that, and I obviously say that for effect. But with Eileen, there are going to be certain casts. She's going to dominate. And she goes on to 100 casts, she wins 5, she wins 10. She does well. I think she's definitely got the chops for the game. A little bit of finesse with that strategy. I mean, with that that social strategy, not the strategy itself. And she could be a lot, lot better. She's got the physical, she's got the strategic. If she can work out that social, who knows? Next daily leak.
1: Yeah, look, I I, yeah, I think she's like above the average sort of thing. Like if there's 24 people in a cast, the average is four. She probably wins like seven or eight. So she's definitely above the average. There's some people that just can't win any season and some people who win more like a Hayley 90s high. But, you know, she'll win like you know, 30 or something out of 100, which yeah. is good. Um, so, Eileen, you can see that she's got the skills, the chops. I do think like this outing will, will – if she does ever come back, I do think she'd be very good. Um, yeah. Because I have seen enough to say, yeah, she's a good survivor player. So,
0: but I know that if she came back and she was on my season, she's the first person voted out. Oh, okay. Yeah, because of how good, say. because of how good she could be.
1: But she doesn't come in with this big rep of like. I mean, she not does the she, if she?
0: Well and truly, well and truly. So. After watching this season, she comes in with a big enough rep. She is like target number one. If she continues on like the road
1: she's on, as like this sort of middle of the road game player. She's not the top of the line. She's not the bottom. But if she just continues as the way she is, she won't be seen as this big threat going in. The, the people uh, we remember are going to be Kirby, Ferris, you know, Mark, Caroline, maybe Eden. Uh, like she's not mate, going to be one of those people.
0: Mate, mate, I don't want to hear this anymore. Let's get into last week so I can give my predictions because she is high up on my list. Oh, really? Okay,
1: well, let's let's see what we said uh, last week in a segment we like to call...
0: Previously on Australian Survivor. And Previously see what on Survivor. <laughs> Sorry,
1: and let's let's just check out uh, how the predictions went down.
0: All right, look, I'm I'm seeing so Kelly's safe in my mind. I think Ferris has to play an idol. They have enough to split. I see Eileen go next week. The Rebels tribe they go back to Tribal Council and. I see an Alex going. I think he's going to struggle. And then Mark goes shortly after that. Well, well, you got Alex right. I got Alex going to the other side. I wouldn't say he was going, but he's they going to the him other out side. And that's,
1: what we, that's all that matters who gets the votes. Uh, and even Eileen. Even Eileen. Uh, without the twist, she probably is going home. So... And Ferris would have played the idol. So uh, yeah, you're pretty on the money. Uh, obviously, Mark, they didn't go back to tribal council, but that's all right. It's not a bad week from you.
0: No, okay. Well, if if I win on this week, I'll be unhappy. Well, I, th- I think you
1: might because I go pretty bad. Let's have a look to see what I said. Yeah, I said something similar. I think Ferris plays the idol. Uh, I think Eileen will go in that in that vote. If I think um, perhaps the rebels go there twice, and I think Rihanna's certainly the one on the on the block. And so I'm going to go. I'm going to go the big dog, Mark. Mark, Rihanna, and uh, Eileen for me. Just just, just when you think uh, your predictions are crap, mine's mine just comes over the top and says, "No, hold my beer." Mine's worse than you. Uh, same thing with Eileen. <laughs> she would have gone home. I'll, I stand by that. And then yeah, Rihanna got three votes. Yeah, you know, Rock Draw didn't send her to the other side, so. Wasn't far off. Actually, no, we only got more votes, so I'll claim that one. And uh, obviously Mark is still there.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, so, so what I win I on guess, that week. That, that's by I'm, default you win.
1: Let's see we <laughs> hear what uh, Joseph had to Thank say. You. Our guest from last week, Joseph Bates. My
0: prediction is that Ferris gets back into a corner, Hades of flushed, and Eileen is collateral. Uh, I think on the Rebels, my prediction is that Mark actually finds another idol and, and Kitty gets idled out of it. Uh, I don't know about the third vote. Um, if the times go back, I could see that it is a Raymond. Or, or if the Rebels go back, um, it could be uh, Rihanna. But my uh, kind of left of field prediction is that there's a nighttime challenge next week. Well, there was definitely a nighttime there challenge. A night-
1: yeah, well, he, he, I mean, we all knew that in the preview. Um, but yeah, like, if you thought mine were bad, <laughs> wait until you hear Joseph's. <laughs> yeah, he didn't get much right. He got the night time one right, and that's that's about it. Sorry, Joseph, tough week for you, mate.
0: Sorry, sorry mate. Sorry. <laughs> all
1: right. Well, let's have a look forward to next week on... Next time on Australian Survivor. All right, Buckles, next time on Survivor, what do you got for me?
0: Uh, No, Mac, Mac, it's your turn first. It's your turn. I'm I'm giving you the privilege of going first this this week.
1: Right, so obviously we're merging. I assume we're merging the first episode of the week, hopefully. Um, What I think is the whole OG Rebels pull Rihanna back in, maybe they're sort of against the OG Titans. The thing is, I, I think... So Carolyn and Kitty will be the first targets, but Rihanna might keep them safe. So but then Valeria and Mark are together, and they're sort of with Kirby too. So this could go any which way. I'm just gonna throw out three names because it's such a tough one to pick. I'm gonna say Carolyn is gonna be one of them. Yeah, hit me. Hit I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Kitty, and then gonna be one Rebel gone as well, which will be Oh Jesus, this is tough. Eileen? Eileen, Kitty, Carolyn. Wow, three women. What have I done? No, but that's 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 what I'm seeing.
0: Okay. Um, look, I don't disagree with Eileen. I think Eileen is not long for this game, um, which is unfortunate because I'd love to see her sort of stretch her legs and really get into the strategy. Um, she definitely has some good stuff that we're seeing, but she just, yeah, I, I can't see her getting through this next week. I'm going to go a little bit left field and go Jaden. I'm gonna chuck Jaden out there. I know there's no real good reason for it. Um, I just I just get a feeling he's he's got that merge boot potential. He's a nice settler vote almost that mm. no one's like going to sort of go to against. Don't you think he's getting the winner edit butt? <laughs> um, oh no 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 oh, mate mate okay maybe exactly. so he either, he's either out next week or he wins. <laughs> um, we did say that about Kelly. We did say that about Kelly. <laughs> um and I'm oh this is this is this is a hard week to pick. Like No, oh, it's it's the most it's always gonna be where, tough. Where the fuck does it go? Where where does it go? I'm going Alex. Actually no, I'm Yeah, I'm definitely going Alex. Alex is... I think we've got everything we're going to get from Alex. He has no strategic standing in the game. He hasn't since the start. He's had enough edit that we've gotten everything we could get out of him. And I just don't foresee him going any further. Uh, I don't know if he flushes his idol. I don't know anything. But yeah, I'm going. Eileen, Jaden and Alex, Uh, I'm not sure if I like this. Yeah, Alex is
1: a funny one because he's sort of been a big part of the season without really doing anything. Like, he's a big character. He's done nothing. He's done nothing, mate. He's done
0: absolutely nothing. But at
1: the same time, he's on the poster for the season as well with Viola. So one of them has to go deep. That's why I think Alex is long for the game.
0: (laughs) Okay. Uh, He's definitely not winning it. Can I call Uh, that now? Can I call it, Is that too, is it too early for me to call it? No. Okay. The, the Alex big, uh, doesn't win the season.
1: <laughs> yeah, big poll predictions is what we're all about. So when, yeah. when, when you are inevitably fail at that prediction. Yeah, did, I'm
0: sure, up. I'm sure, I'm sure our social media manager will make a TikTok about it. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Let's look, let's start eulogizing. We've only got two to eulogize this week. Um, can we start with Kelly? Is that, is that okay? Can we start with
1: her? I feel like we, we've, we've, Almost eulogised her a lot, or we had like a twenty-minute segment on Kelly. But yeah, let's let's go more Kelly. Who who doesn't want more Kelly?
0: Who doesn't want more Kelly? Okay, um, as a player, bam bam. <laughs> um, as a character, uh, the best, the best. Uh, thank you, Australian Survivor, for putting Kelly on our TV screen. She was amazing. She was fun. She was annoying. She was. Every mixed emotion we felt for Alex, we felt for Ferris, we felt for Garrick, but at the same time we felt for Kelly, we felt for Raymond. We we loved her on our screen, and unfortunately I don't see a world where Kelly comes back. I just think we got everything we could have got out of her. But uh, the biggest moment... Um, For me, I think it was, oh, I orchestrated Nathan's (laughs) blindside.
1: Yeah. Um, I I mean, I love Kelly. I'm a huge fan of Kelly. I really... (laughs) When she said in an interview that she wanted to just make good TV, I really appreciate that from a a player. Because, you know, maybe they're sabotaging their own game, but to me, at the end of the day, you've got a 1 in 24 chance of winning. Chances are you're not going to win. So make the TV a good product while we're there. Make sure that, you know... It's renewed for another season, and and she did exactly that. She was a great character. I just really enjoyed her, and I really enjoyed what she got out of everyone else. Like like I said with Alex and Garrick, like she got good moments out of them because of their dislike of her. Uh, yeah, as a player, a lot of bad things.
0: A lot of bad things. Look, look. I think the Kelly story is: if you get on Survivor and you probably don't have a good chance of winning, yeah. make something of yourself. Do it, George. Throw out those Harry Potter references. Throw out a song once you get voted out. Do what you got to do, and make something after the show because Survivor isn't everything. Some people like the Haley Leaks, the Georges. This is this is it. this is great. This is awesome. This is a great platform. A spring. Yeah. What is it? A springboard into some, into something else. And Kelly, good on you. Thank you for being on our TV screen. Um, Charles.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm not done. No, you're not done. You're
0: not done. (laughs) I'm not done with Kelly. No, No.
1: this is a person who I had as my first boot of the season and to get, you know, just before merge. Good on her for that. Um, you say that she won't return. I completely think the opposite. She is a lock for an all-star season. If there's another one (laughs) in the next next two or three seasons, if there's, she comes in as
0: the Tarzan.
1: (laughs) Mate, some of the all-stars on on the first all-stars, you know, weren't that big a character. Kelly's one of the biggest characters we've had ever. Ever. Um, I would love to see her and, like, a Chrissy get-together. That could be a lot of fun. I just think she's such good TV, and she knows it. Like, she knows how to play it up. So I think she would definitely return if she's up for it. Um, I don't know her age, but I guess if it's in the next couple of years, that won't change much either, so... Yeah, I think she's an absolute lock. The memorable moment for me is like...
0: We love, like Australia Survivor loves to bring people back. Um, Yeah. So maybe maybe you're right. That's exactly right. Maybe you are right. I just don't know if we're getting anything else.
1: It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's the same thing. This is enough. This is enough. Yes. Wasn't it? Um, Like I said, I'm very high on her. And the memorable moment for me is, like, a couple of the challenges where, yeah, I think that bridge challenge, like, I can do the bridge, or I can spell, okay, and Gary's I like, can everyone balance. can spell, Kelly. And it was just fun. And then, like, yeah, she couldn't spell oh. one of the words. It's just funny. It's funny.
0: Oh, no, that's awesome. Okay. Let's get into Charles, who, unfortunately, did not grace our TV screen. Our TV screens as well. No. Um, and so, Charles, as a player, I didn't see it. I didn't see anything. I didn't see that much at all. I can't really comment.
1: What about character?
0: Same thing. Uh, yeah. Character. I loved the lawyer reference at the start. No <laughs> one likes the lawyers till we save your ass. Um, that was the memorable moment for his season as well. <laughs>
1: Yeah, as a player, I'd probably give him a bit more credit than what we saw because I listened to a lot of the exit interviews and a lot of people say how much they loved him. So he must have done a pretty good job, like, socially bonding with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But that's about it. Like, we didn't see enough of him. We didn't really get any strategy out of him. We didn't really get any character moments out of him. So he won't go down in the memory bank. Uh, Will we see him play again? Probably not. Like, I'd honestly be shocked if he came back. Um, As much as I liked him, he seemed fine. We just didn't get anything from him. So, yeah, it's hard to judge him. But, uh, yeah, Charles is gone. Hold up. Hold up. Uh, Yeah, hang on. We'll just pause this for a second. It's Mac. Uh, So, we had a little bit of audio, not even sure if I would say problems. Something went wrong just for the last, like, seven minutes of the podcast. Um, One of our audios was, like, five seconds quicker than the other, even though in real time we are having a conversation. So... Rather than just re, re you know, re speak it all and re record it, we just, I left it in. I've cut a cut around it the best I could. And, um, yeah, we sort of talk over the top of each other at times. But, yeah, look, it's an amateur podcast. This is what you're going to get. I hope it, it's still enjoyable. Thanks, guys, for understanding. We're still working out the kinks, eh? Uh, all right. Cheers. Enjoy the rest of it. See ya. Uh.
0: Too easy. Um, now my favorite part of the episode is Buckle's buff of the episode. Let's get into it. I'm gonna throw my first one out there. This is gonna be it's gonna be a hot take. It's genuinely gonna be a hot take, but this hot take is all net. Wow, Jaden, you get a buff on Australian Survivor. Well done, mate. You've got it. It will probably be your only one because I don't see you doing anything strategically. But that come from behind, I think. The tribal council. Well, it was big. It was basic strategy, and your come from behind victory get you my buff wow. of the episode. What a,
1: what a, what a moment for Jane! I'm sure this is up with the unbelievable uh, strong man competition. You know, trophies. He's so he listening isn't. to this.
0: I. He's so listening. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely listening. He's full on into us. Totally. 100%. Loves every second that we talk about his strategy.
1: Um, I've gone a little bit different to you. I like to go for someone that has been to trouble council that episode. My vote is for Eileen. Um, look, she made a lot of mistakes, but I think out of everyone to choose from, she was the best candidate. She scrambled throughout the whole episode, trying to just work both sides. Yes, yeah, she's seen as a flipper, but. She's doing a lot of work, which you know, credit her for that. Um, she wins the challenge, which you know was, was a hard challenge. Uh, one of three people to win the challenge, so gu- guarantees immunity. Has the obviously one of the three to vote, and she I, to me, she has the idea to split the vote. Probably, um, yeah. So I give her a lot of credit for that. Eileen gets my buff for episode ten.
0: I feel like all of my buffs are going to the people that deserve buffs for this week, <laughs> other than possibly Jaden. Um, but they're just in a bit of an irregular order. Um, my buff for episode 11 is Eileen. She, um, absolutely killed it. She was on the bottom. She saved herself. She pulled in that post move. Good honor. Well done. I never thought I'd give two buffs out for challenges, but there's a first time for everything. And I think she deserves it more than anything.
1: Yeah, like I said, I'll go for someone that goes to the tribal councils. Uh, So I've gone for Rihanna. Uh, She cops all the votes, which is, (laughs) to me, not a bad thing at all. Uh, She is safe on both tribes. She's in a good spot on both tribes. Um, She's in on all the plans on the tribe that she's in. So she's sort of in the know with everyone, and she's in a really good spot. Uh, So Rihanna gets my buff.
0: No, that's that's fair enough. That's fair enough. If I was going to go for someone on that tribe... I'd go for the same person. (laughs) Okay. Um, Now I'm giving my buff for episode 12 to Ferris. I think he absolutely killed it. Um, He made the right decision for him. He's opened himself up to a lot more. Uh, The idol. uh, Yes, I completely agree with him going for the idol in the first place, but how he played the idol got him a lot of capital. Kelly going home gave him capital. Him not playing the idol, even though Kirby did a great job of organising the other boys to give him that paranoia. Good on him. Yeah, it was tough. Well done. I was tossing
1: up between um, Kirby you and Ferris. Are and I just think maybe Kirby made too many errors. Um, really cutting out Kelly out of her alliance just in that sort of way um, probably marks her down. So I've got to go with Ferris. He, yeah, he doesn't play his idol. Sort of reads the room. I think the idea to lay low for the moment is good. Once they get on board with Kirby, they vote unanimously, which is a good spot to be coming merge. He lets Alex find the idol, which I think was another good move. Um, so in a tough episode, I think Ferris was sort of doing the most correct things.
0: So he gets my buff. Nah, good on you. I, I completely agree. Well done. Okay, so the rankings. So we had Garrett go home on one, one buff. We've now had Rihanna and Jaden jump up to one buff and they join Kitty and Valeria. Eileen has two buffs. Charles went home with two buffs. Kirby, surprisingly, only has two buffs. And Eden's also there with two buffs. On three buffs, we have a beautiful Caroline and a fabulous Scott. And Ferris jumps up to second place outright with four buffs. To Mark, who has not got a buff since week seven. two, wow. on seven. Seven.
1: Wow, so he got all seven buffs in the first two weeks. Can he hold on? Can he hold the field off from nipping at his heels behind him? Can Mark get the buff uh, trophy at the end of the season? I guess we'll wait and see.
0: Well, okay. Mac, uh, what do you have going on?
1: Yeah, good question. Good question. Not a whole lot. Uh, this I've got a 60th on Saturday. Actually, got an auction. We built a house and it's going to auction, so that's gonna be a bit of fun. Uh, pretty quiet weekend. Apart from that, um, yeah, that's it. yeah, that's that's about it, really. What do you got yourself, Buckles? What's, what's happening in your world,
0: mate? In my world, there are survivors on the mind, and yes, I was a bit unprepared for this podcast, but survivor is on the mind. I am loving every second that I have of survivor. And I am looking forward to Ooh. American Survivor starting next week. This is cool, season forty-six. I get to see you twice in one week, mate. Are you <laughs> sure Jackie's just, yeah, not going to like hunt me down and speak get rid I yeah, love that.
1: Um, just for all listeners, yeah, US Survivor starts bet, Thursday, bet, uh, whatever date that was. The date that that day, uh, 29th. ninth Thursday, the twenty-ninth, seven thirty on Channel Go. Follow yeah. along with the podcast throughout yeah. the whole season. It's a, it's a lot shorter ones than this. Uh, we try to just break it down in about 40 minutes. Uh, it's a bit more fun, a bit more laid back. It's one episode a week. Yeah, it's, just a, it's a lot of fun. So, yeah, follow us along with that.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, um, just get excited for American Survival. We still love our flagship... Franchise, uh, we we love what they're doing. We thought Survivor season forty, uh, the season forty five was great, and let's hope that they just keep getting better and better. We're gonna have some big guest names coming up in season forty five. Some huge super fans, huge parts of the community coming in and helping us. Uh, me and Mac, just so we still have personal lives, we'll have a break here and there. But I promise you, you won't be disappointed with who we have to replace us. It is going to be amazing. Get in. Now, don't forget, hit us up on Facebook, Survivor Buffs Blind and Banter. Get us on Instagram, Survivor underscore 3BS. Get us on Twitter, Survivor 3BS. And TikTok, at Buffs Blind and Banter. There's great shit coming out. Yes, there hasn't been a little bit for the last week, but let's let's we'll bring it we'll bring out a cool show. oh all right guys i've been buckles he's been mac and you've been fucking awesome thanks, thanks guys thanks buckles always Cheers, a pleasure thanks and let's do it
1: mate. again next week two times next week with us so this is gonna be a lot of fun let's do it see you there mate
0: you can't wait let's get it on